I don't know. What do you want to talk about? You know, it it sucks because uh, last time I didn't have the USB or I didn't have the card, the SD card connected. So now we got to redo it. Can't think of anything, huh? No. No, I can't think of anything. Nothing at all. I can't even remember after stuff we said last time. We were talking about <coughs> light after the darkness. Wouldn't even know what to say. We talked for an hour. Yeah. And what, a half. What the heck did we say for an hour and a half? <coughs> it was mostly going deep, you know, because of that situation. Yeah, but I, I can't repeat. I don't want to. I don't want to go over that again. No. Screw it. Just. Let's just do it. You want to start? Uh, we're going to sit here and twiddle our thumbs either way. So, <laughs> All right. Well, go Let's ahead and start. Start with a prayer. Are we recording already? Yeah. Oh, all right. <clears throat> I figured. Why not, right? I'm glad I didn't curse or anything. <laughs> uh, so, Lord God, please, um, we're just two men. We are not professional broadcasters by any means. Just two men here trying to speak the word, trying to speak the truth, trying to bring your glory to others. So please put the words in our mouth. Please put the thoughts in our mind and please help us to reach whoever needs to be reached. Let your will be done through us. Let your words be spoken through our tongues and um, amen. Amen. You're listening to the Bourbon and Bible Podcast with Berto and Rick. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Welcome, Rick. Welcome, Berto. And welcome, all of you, to the Bourbon and Bible Podcast. I'm Ricardo, and this is Berto. Oh, we should have called it Ricardo and Berto. <laughs> Ricardo and Berto. <laughs> I'm Rick, this is Berto, and we're just two fellas chatting about Christ and about being men, Christian men. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I didn't know Berta was recording before we started, <clears throat> you know now that we don't ha really have a topic <laughs> for tonight. We did a episode <coughs> two weeks ago. Well, let's give you a little history of the Bourbon and Bible podcast. We have done several episodes, um, but then I sort of thought about some some of the content and said, you know what, Berto, we can do better. And then Berto looked at me and said, you know what, Rick, you're right. And so we deleted all of them, except for our intro, and we decided we're going to do a fresh start. Uh, and so what you're hearing now is a fresh start, so we're coming in with no topic. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to talk about. But two weeks ago, we recorded an entire... <laughs> <laughs> fantastic it was a fantastic hour and a half podcast uh, and our topic was uh that there's light after, after dark the darkness yeah. and we could touch on that but there's no way we can replicate what we said i can't even remember half the stuff we said it was deep it was great 
And after we were done for an hour and a half, we patted ourselves on the back, shook our ha- shook hands, congratulated each other, and then looked, and there was no, yes, yeah, no, there SD was no card. U- <laughs> U- SD card recording it. So we basically spent an hour and a half talking to ourselves, which isn't so bad, <clears throat> you know. So I think uh, maybe part of our topic today is sometimes. Um, God wants you to do things his way and not yours. And that night he wanted us to just speak with each other and not with you, (laughs) our listeners, whoever you are, all two of you, one of you, however many there are of you. None of you. (laughs) None. None of you. But uh, he wanted us, I guess he wanted that one to be just us. So I know Berta was kicking himself, not putting that SD card. But uh, that's the way it is sometimes. I had... One episode a while back that I accidentally deleted, <laughs> and then Berto called me, hey, where's the episode? I said, oops. <laughs> so I had a similar experience. We're even now. Uh, that's just the way it goes. Sometimes God wants you to do something, and he doesn't need you to speak to anyone else but you and, and, your, and your best friend. You know what I mean? So uh, sometimes you got to just go with God's flow. Oh, Going with God's flow. There you go with the topic for uh, today. I love it. Going with God's flow. But I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> I can't think of any instances. So in order to fill time, let's talk about our bourbon. Oh, that's another thing. Yeah, I still hear the music playing. So that's another thing. We had a great comparison because Berto and I... <clears throat> uh, We've been drinking a lot of bourbon now, and uh, so we had, uh, what was our, what was our favorite, what was the other one? Elijah Craig. Elijah Craig, which was one of our favorites. I think our top three is Elijah Craig, uh, Larceny, and Four Roses, and Four Roses, and we're cheap. We don't go over $20. Well, no, no, no. We brought it up to uh, $30. Two dollars, nothing more than that. Okay, thirty-two dollars is the max, but we try to keep it in that range, twenty to thirty range. Twenty, you know, I try to keep it around the twenty myself because we have families. We're uh, we're not rich men, <laughs> even though we're we're such incredible podcasters. We should be rich, <laughs> but uh, so you know, we don't got a hundred dollars to spend on a on a bourbon. We have twenty, thirty dollars. You know, so our list is the cheap, <laughs> the cheap stuff, which is four roses. Larceny isn't so cheap. That's in the 30, right? Right above 30. And Elijah Craig, too. If you get the bigger bottle, you're up there. You got well, to get so under 30. You got to do the small bottle, right? Larceny is at 32. Let's okay. Say. That's, oh, that's right. That's why we made it 32. Yeah. So we could buy the Larceny. <laughs> Larceny is at 32. Um, What's Elijah Craig at? Elijah Craig, if you go to Costco, is at 26. Oh, that's not bad. No. I'm going to have to pick me up some Elijah Craig since I'm running out of larceny when she goes to Costco. And now we're going to have to redo this whole episode. No, we're just going to have to erase that part. No, we can't. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll (laughs) drop it out in the audio. I'll do it. I'll do it. We'll do it real quick before I leave. (laughs) My wife. We're not supposed we we made a vow not to say our, our wife's names. My wife don't oh, even want me talking man. about her. She said, "Don't even talk. Don't talk about me. I don't exist." I said, "How's that even possible? I gotta talk about you, but I'll <laughs> keep, keep you in third person." So here I am. I say her name. No, she said, "Don't even say my wife." Yeah. So don't my, even say. My oh, wife. that's right. So the <laughs> the female, my female roommate, your companion, my female companion. <laughs> Of whom I raised children with. Um, my baby mama <laughs> doesn't want me talking about her, but I'm going to talk about her anyway. Because <clears throat> it's part of being a man, be, being yes. a husband and father. You got to talk about your wife. But I can keep her, uh, you know, abstract. Except for that one time I just said her name. <laughs> but we're, we're going to drop that out. <clears throat> All right. So back to the list. 
Okay, so um, we just took a big detour. So anyway, so last time, the episode we didn't record. Wait, we wait, wait, but money-wise, money-wise, we're, yeah, we're yeah. talking that Four Roses. Oh, yeah. The Four Roses is like 20 bucks. Is the cheapest. Yeah. Then Elijah Craig, if you go to Costco, is at in 26 bucks. And uh, Larceny, we find it around here $30, well, 32 32 with tax, right? With tax. So, so Larceny is our top shelf. Right now, Four yes. Roses is our bottom shelf. Correct. <clears throat> Those are our top three. So anyway, we had a great matchup because we discovered larceny and we both were like, oh, this is the best. Mm-hmm. But before that, we thought we were like, Elijah Craig is the best. Yeah. Right? So we happened to have a little bit of Elijah Craig left. Berto had some Elijah Craig left. And I had the larceny, which he had got me for my birthday. Right? It was my birthday, right? Yeah, for your birthday. Yeah. And... So we were like, yes, we're going to do a head-to-head matchup. And now you'll never know what happened because... Well, now I got to buy another bottle. <laughs> we, didn't, uh, we didn't record it, so that's that. No, but the Larceny won, needless to say, right? It was by far the better one. Yes. So all we've gotten left now is Larceny. So now we're drinking Larceny, <laughs> which is our top shelf. But we're going to do another comparison and we'll, we'll go back to it and revisit the larceny versus the Elijah Craig. The Elijah Craig, yeah. So that way we do a correct assessment. Yeah, we could do the assessment. Yeah. But right now we have larceny against larceny because against, against you, you have a bottle and I have a bottle. And I think, you know what? That's what we'll try to do <clears throat> because um, I think that's what we'll try to do. We'll try to bring two. And do little head-to-head comparisons. I think that makes for an interesting, I don't know, whatever. But we drink them neat to get the flavor. Yes. And I was just telling Berto before we started, I don't know if he recorded that part. No. Where we've come a long way in our palates. Because now I'll go to a, you know, I'll be in a place with a bar and I'll order a, a bourbon. And I used to get it on the rocks or get a old-fashioned or something, but now... I order them neat because I want to taste it. So I'm becoming refined. I don't know, but when we went to the cigar place, man, you see how big those ices are? Yeah, they were. Did mine have ice? Mine didn't have ice. Yeah, you had that. What was that? I had a Manhattan. Manhattan. Oh, it was so good, too. Oh, no. No, not worth it. When I first started drinking bourbon, I started with a Manhattan. I love Manhattan's because I like my drinks a little foo-foo with a little sweetness in it. That's why I like bourbon versus scotch. You know? Correct. Yeah. I don't like scotch so much. I like bourbon. And I like rye. Some ryes are good. The one I had at, that I ordered neat at that bar was a rye, and it was good, but I forget what it was called. Okay. But the guy was like, oh, yeah, yeah I've got this rye that it's like a, it's a sweeter rye. You'll like it. If you like bourbon, I said, okay, give it to me neat. So I wanted to taste it. And how do you like it? It was good, but it wasn't as good as this. It was a little, it wasn't as, the larceny still the best. <clears throat> I think. You'll have to excuse me if I'm, <clears throat> and doing this all the time, because I had a, a cold two weeks ago, completely lost my voice. I was coughing like crazy, and I had like, you know, when the phlegm gets like dried up there, and it's just, Makes you cough and you can't talk. And it completely over it. But I still got the little lingering, won't go away now. When you get in your 40s, man, you catch a cold, it's like a, it's a month-long experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's a month-long recovery. And then by the time you get over it, you get another one. And then you got to go through the whole process over again. It's like a never-ending. So pretty much enjoy your 20s. Your forties. Yeah, gone are, after that is <coughs> you start breaking down. Gone are the days where you get a cold for like two or three days. It's like two weeks is the you're praying for two weeks. That's the shortest you're gonna get. You know. You know, but what makes it worse is when you have kids, because then they get it, the other get it, and by the time you get it, you get it worse, and if. They happen to get it again. You know, it's going to come back around to you. Yeah, again. Back to you and you're going to be yeah. down for another month. Yeah. Oh, it's miserable. 
But anyway, here so, we are. Here we are. What was it? What was it we said? We were, the topic? <laughs> <laughs> Go with God's flow. Go, Go with, with the flow. Yeah. Go with God's flow. I like that as a title for the episode. I just don't know what the heck we'll talk about <laughs> we gotta for, go. <laughs> for the next, what, 45 minutes about that? We got to go with the flow. <laughs> well, go with God's flow. Let me think. Have you had any, any instances this week where you've been? Here's what I would think we mean by go with God's flow is, you know, you got your way you want to do something, but God has it different. Just go with God's flow. Anything you can think of in your life where recently or in the past where you've been forced to go with God's flow? Man, not, not that I can think of right now at all. <laughs> I can't think of anything. You know, okay, so let's put it this way. I've been, I've been suppressing God so long. In, in the aspect that every time I have a chance or anything to do, you know, I'll play a podcast. If it, anything I could learn, you know, anything I could catch up on, even if I'm working outside, I'm playing a podcast. So I was constantly just drowning him out. You know, and then I, I realized what I was doing. So lately, every time I'm outside, anytime I'm doing something, I'm just out there with God, like talk to me. And I'm not playing anything, no music, no podcast, no, just nothing. Just so I could start, you know, having that, uh, that experience again. Because I was telling my wife, it's like, you know, where's his presence? All of this, I'm not doing anything else I shouldn't be doing. But then I realized I am. You know, because every every chance I have to be with him, I'm not. Because I'm suppressing him by taking on all this other information that at yeah. the end of the day is meaningless. Yeah, I may learn, but... yeah. It's stuff I already know, you know, so it's, it's meaningless. So, you know, as you saw, I have a whole bunch of uh, branches and stuff back there that I, I've been going <coughs> through. So for the past week, I just been out there, me and him, you know, just meditating, praying, you know, ma making sure I have that connection. No music, no, just nothing. That's interesting. Almost like a uh, drowning out the noise. Oh, another great uh, drowning out the noise. Well, if, if, you, <coughs> if you think about the way we live our lives, we are drowning him out. Yeah. You know, we're at work. Yeah. We're on a computer. Because you, you, you work with a computer too. Mm -hmm. More than anything, playing music or something while you're working. All the time. Okay, so that's that's what I do too. Yeah. You come home, you have the kids, you turn on the TV, you sit down and watch TV, you're drowning him out. Yeah. You know, you might read the Bible, but you're reading the Bible. And while you're reading the Bible, your head is going through everything else that you went through the day. You may, and music may come up. A topic you heard may come up, you know, so you're not truly present. You're not truly in his presence. And I noticed that I was like, everything I'm doing, I, I'm just drawing him out. You know, like our life is meant to draw him out. So I started doing things where I could just, you know. So you're meditating, so to speak. Well, that's meditation well, on God. You can meditate on God. Yeah. Right? Quiet. Go to a quiet space. Quiet. Sit quiet. Well, not sit, not sit quiet. Still do what I need to do. Yeah. But, but just have it quiet. Correct. Be in the presence like, like hear him. Yeah. You know, take in everything I need to take in, not just drawing it with any other, you know, meaningless thing. 
Yeah, I guess that's going with God's flow. <laughs> I I can think, all right, so I've got I've got two things, right? The first thing that I would consider for me was going with God's flow was us starting fresh with our podcast. Correct. And I remember I even called you and I said, Berto, and I told you what I wanted to do. And I said, Berto, I don't want you to do anything again. You were quick. You were like, you wanted to do it. And I said, no. I said, pray on it because I want to make sure it's not me, that it's God. Because I started feeling just in my heart like we need to do this. We need to just clear the deck, start fresh. And the reason why is, and I'll, I won't get into the content, but I'll say Go ahead. You know, we had a few episodes where we would get into more politics-oriented stuff. Uh, and I started, it started weighing on me like, you know what? And, and even my, my co-inhabitant at my house would uh, tell me, I can't say why, my co-inhabitant at my house would tell me, you can't, you can't say stuff like that. <laughs> and I would blow her, her, or, him, or, her or him off because I want to stay neutral. So as not to give her away. Oh, sure. Shoot, I just gave her away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I would blow her off. and um, But then it started weighing on me like, you know what? Because I, I, I was talking to Berta when we went to King, Cor- King Corona, to the cigar place. And I said, you know what? I'm ready to, because I've always been where... My, my big issue has always been confessing God to others. I was, I'm always uncomfortable confessing God to others. And I remember we, me and Berto were talking there. I said, you know, Berto, I'm not scared anymore to talk to other people about God. And I was telling Berto how in other things that I'm doing, I'm starting to mention God a lot more because I realize there's a lot more believers out there than you think. And once you start talking about God, you start seeing them. Because when you talk about God, you're giving them the invitation for them to come out. Because I think a lot of us, because just the way our culture is and our world is today, a lot of us are hiding. We're afraid to come out and talk about God, right? Because we're becoming a much more secular society. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, So we're afraid to talk about God. I'm finding that when I do open up, People that I didn't think were believers start opening up, right? And then it's now you not only realize there's other believers, but now you're confessing your faith proudly. And so I've gotten so good at it where I was telling Berto, man, I want to open this up. And, you know, I, I do DJing on Twitch. And I said, you know, when I do my DJing, I'm going to start talking about God more. And I'm going to start mentioning bourbon and Bible more and promoting it so that way... Maybe some people listening to me DJing on Twitch will want to hear our podcast. Maybe they won't. But so I told Bert, I'm going to start promoting it. And, but, you know, it started weighing on me that these things we talked about aren't going to be things that invite people in. They're going to be things that push them away. Right. Because we don't all agree on everything. And that's Okay. And me and Berto have our political ideas and other people have theirs. So I felt God speaking to me like, hey, take those. At first, it was just get rid of those episodes where you you went into those subjects and just keep it about God, right? Um, <laughs> but then Berto was like, no, let's just delete them all. <laughs> and I was like, well, hold on. And then he just deleted them all. So we deleted them all, we left the intro up, and now we're starting fresh. But the reason is, is because I believe God was speaking to me, um, and I was worried for a little while, that it, whether it was me just not wanting that out there, or whether it was God actually telling me, right? That's why I had Berto pray on it. He came back, he said, no, let's do it. <clears throat> so I felt God telling me, you know, and I was watching like 
chosen and everything at the time, you know what I mean, which was kind of affecting me too, that Jesus never pushed people away with anything. He, he, pushed, he pushed the Pharisees away, yeah. But he didn't intentionally say things to push them away. They just, he knew that what he was saying, he just knew they wouldn't like it, right? But he wasn't saying it with the intention of pushing them away. He was saying it actually with the intention of bringing other people to God, meaning the Gentiles, you know what I mean? So <clears throat> I didn't want our podcast, like I felt like I was telling me, don't let this podcast push people away. You want to bring people in. You want to be more like Christ, right? So I didn't want to have episodes where we get into more political discussion, turn people off from what we're really trying to do here, and that's trying to talk about God, talk about being men of God, right? Correct. So that's why we're starting first. So that's one way where I feel I needed to go with God's flow and not mine. Because I'd get loosey-goosey here talking, and I'd always go into that political stuff. <laughs> and I kind of got to hold back a little bit and keep it about God. But that's a personal journey, I guess, right? But, you know, as, as soon as... Uh... Now, that's not to say that certain topics that were discussed, we're not going to circle back around to. But we're going to talk about it in a different light. More in a tone where Jesus would talk about Correct. It, right? Versus political aspects of it. Correct. Right? Godly aspects, more like it. Anyway, I, I don't want to... I feel very strongly that uh, uh, in, in following... How do I even say it? I feel very strongly about my faith following the example of Jesus where he was inviting. He, he picked sinners to be his apostles. He picked people, tax collectors, you know, prostitutes to be his followers. He didn't pick the righteous. Mm-mm. He picked the sinners. And he did that on purpose because he knew the sinners were the ones that needed the salvation, right? And so he made it a point to for lack of a better way to say it, be their friend. Invite them in. Make them part of a family, almost. And then give them the word, right? And I don't want to be someone who is, ah, you're going to condemn you. You're bad. You're bad. You're sinning. Because we're all sinning. I'm sinning, you're sinning, we're all sinning. We're all sinning. It doesn't matter what you're doing or what the topic is. We're all sinning in some way, and one person's sin isn't better than the other person's sin. We're all sinners. And Jesus wouldn't sit here telling us, ah, you're condemned, you're condemned. No, he said, you're all saved. I'm going to save you all through me. So that's sort of the tact I hope we take now moving forward is be inviting, be welcoming. But still, tell you the truth. Right? <laughs> Berto's just like, whatever. <laughs> the second, and this is a more personal, go with, the God, go with God's flow moment I had. And I won't get into too much detail about this one. Um, but uh, let's see, two, three weeks ago, there was an event I got invited to that I really, really, really 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 wanted to do but this event was in an atmosphere that I had already had discussions with my wife that I would not be in and there's part of me that's like ah these are the type of things I have to do in order to advance in doing certain things um But then I thought about it. I said, you know what? I made, we had this discussion a long time ago, and I managed to get pretty far not doing these things, right? And God managed to allow me to do a lot of things without having to do the typical, and it reminded me, you know what? There's the world's way, 
where you have to do things a certain way. But then there's God's way, and God's way, just like Jesus, doesn't look like the world's way. And everyone in the world is going to look at you and go, you're never going to make it doing it that way. But if it's God's way, he's going to make sure you make it, and you don't got to do the worldly stuff. So I had to be reminded because I get FOMO. I, get a, I, I suffer from FOMO. We all do. But I had to be reminded, you know what? I need not worry because whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I need to just let it happen God's way. And if it's meant to happen, if he wants it, it's going to happen. So that's it. That's all I can think of. <laughs> I don't know how much time I uh, managed to. Uh, Man, we're only at half an hour. Half an hour. Without cutting the first so, 10 minutes off. So, all right. So let's talk. Let's try to come back a little bit on the light and the darkness thing. We can't replicate what we did last time. No, right? not at but, all. But we can still talk about kind of what we had touched upon. And that is... Well, that's, that's up to you if you want to... No, that's okay. If I, you want to go I'll keep that it again. broad in general. Okay. So I had uh, in the episode that we never recorded, the last episode... I talked about, because I had just recently lost my dad when we did it. And so the point of talking about light in the darkness was because in anything, in anyone's life, and anyone listening, and Berto, I challenge you, I already know it in my life, and I challenge anyone listening, think about some of your worst moments in your life. Think about some of the worst things that have ever happened to you in your life. And now think about what happened right after, and I can guarantee you that some of the best moments in your life that you remember happened right after the worst moments. Ah, it's starting to come to me now. And our discussion was about how God allows, because you hear people who aren't believers always ask, well, why does God let the bad things happen? Why do, why do children die of, you know, cancer? Why are babies, you know, stillborn? Why do you know, horrible things happen to people? And it's always usually kids because kids are in a, more innocent, right? And so, you know, something happens to the kids. It's really bad. Um, and I, I think about the fact that if we lived in a world, right, where everything was perfect and nothing bad ever happened, we would begin to hate that world. We would, we would, we would hate that world. Well, no, not only that, but we wouldn't seek God. We, well, I'm getting to that. But you think, I'm just keeping it secular for the moment. Got it. But think about if we lived in a utopia. At first, it'd be great. That's what usually happens when you have some, let's think of like when you get a new car, right? Oh, you're in euphoria, right? When you buy that shiny new car. Oh, it smells so good. Too. But then after a while, and I'm not even talking about when the car starts getting worn out. I'm talking after maybe a couple of months, it's still brand new looking. It's kind of like, eh. You don't wash it as often you're anymore. You're not having, the euphoria is gone. Yeah, you don't vacuum it. The same thing would happen if we lived in a perfect utopia where nothing bad happened. We would start going, eh. And not only would we probably devolve into all sorts of debauchery <laughs> to try to make life interesting and hence make bad things happen, which is what happened anyway. <laughs> what well, think of Think about With it. The original sin, right? That's what happened to Adam and Eve. They live <laughs> in the perfect utopia. They got bored. It's like, I, there's the one tree we can't touch, the one fruit we can't eat. I'm tired of this. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to go eat it. And they screwed us all. We, we, we had it. We already did it. You know what I mean? That's the whole point of that story. I think the whole point of that Adam and Eve story is that very point we're trying to make here about the, you know, Bad things have to happen for you to appreciate the good. If everything's good all the time, we're just, 
we won't accept it. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Now you can get into the spiritual. No, no, I wasn't <laughs> going to get into the spiritual. <laughs> what I was going to say is just, you know, think of a, a marriage. You know, life is going good. Everything's going good. Yeah. And then it's like, eh, you know, and then how do they make it interesting? Then they start gossiping out about other people, you know, because you got to bring the bad into the good. Yeah. In order to make it interesting. <laughs> so how do you do that? You gossip. <laughs> but anyway, that's just marriage stuff. But <laughs> No, but I remember you just saying now that you would turn away from God. That's what we did. That's what Adam and Eve did. Oh, yeah. They lived in paradise. God mm -hmm. gave, he created them, put them in paradise, and what did they do? They got bored of paradise. They turned from God. They listened to the devil. They ate the fruit. They created this crap we live in, right? And I think, I really believe that story kind of answers that question because why do bad things happen? Well, because we don't. Number one, they happen so you appreciate the good. Mm -hmm. And they happen so that you turn to God. You never turn to God when everything's hunky-dory. You turn to God when, when you're in the crap hole. You know what I mean? Correct. That's when you're picking up the Bible. That's when you're looking for God. That's when you're asking him for help. You know, there's a whole, you go to any small group in church, you know, we used to go to a men's group. Every man in there had a story of how they came to God. Not one person had a story where he goes, man, you know what? Life was just so good. I had everything. And then I thought, you know what? Man, it's so good. I decided to turn to God. <laughs> I've never heard one person say that. It's always, oh, I was in a hotel room about to take my life. And then I opened the little drawer and there was a Bible. And I said, you know what? I got nothing else left. Let me read it. And they read it and they got saved. So why is everybody's story the same? Because you turn to God when things are bad. Correct. And God knows this. And God made it this way. Do you think that all that happened with Adam and Eve and God didn't already know they were going to do that? He knew they were going to do that. It was the setup. It was a setup for his plan already. He knew we couldn't handle paradise for long. He knew we were going to fall. Now, let, let <laughs> me throw a rock into this. So, you know, we, we pray and we thank God at everything we have, or maybe people don't. And um, the bad times come. And you cry for God. And you pray. Yeah. But at any time, do you thank God for the misery you're experiencing? Uh, I remember because, we talked about this too. Because that's bringing you closer to God. You I see, remember we talked about this too. Not a lot of people do that. Not a lot of people take the time to reflect on the pain. Yes. That they're experiencing and to know and understand that what God is doing is bringing them closer to them. You know, I... Or to him, I meant. I found just in the last few years, I do that now. Because I know. Right? Because I know. He's spoken to me on that issue, which is why we started talking about it. Because I know. And when I lost my dad, you know, I remember we were talking about this, was that... <clears throat> I was sad. I mourned, right? But at the same time, I was at total peace. Because, number one, I, my dad had already had discussions. He had already made it known he was a believer. I already know where he's at, right? So I know now I'll see him again. It's going to take a long time, but I'll see him again, right? We've only parted for a time now, right? Um, number two... Because I believe in God. There's no other way to put it. I, I believe in God. When you believe in God, you believe 
death isn't the end. And so when someone dies, there's a peace in knowing that they're, they're just on another journey. You know what I mean? It's, it's, they're not gone forever. You're, you get what I'm trying to say. No, no. I can keep going, but, and that's the thing is rejoicing. I remember I used to watch Joel Osteen when he'd be on at midnight on Sunday nights. He'd be on at midnight on Sunday nights, and he always used to say, it didn't come to stay, it came to pass. He would always say that. It didn't, whatever you're going through, it didn't come to stay, it came to pass. And I'd always stuck with me. I was like, man, that's a good little catchphrase because it's true. The apostles were real good about that. They would be persecuted. They'd be tortured. They were thrown in pits with lions, crucified. But they would always, when you read their letters, they would always talk about, I rejoice, even though I'm a, they're rejoicing when they're in prisons being tortured. You know what I mean? Because they know they're suffering for God. And because they know this is not going to be like this forever. They're right. not going to be going through this pain forever. All of this is temporary. It can't, the pain is not there to stay, it's there to pass, right? So that leads us into the light always comes after the darkness. Now I'm very conscious about the fact when I'm going through a struggle like a death that, you know what? Right now it's really dark, but that just means that God has something, God has light planned for me soon after this darkness and so it gives you the motivation to do that to rejoice while you're in the darkness because you know you know what i'm not going to be here forever this is happening now i'm going to rejoice because i know this darkness is going to bring light because every time in my life Berno, that i've had darkness that i've gone through something that's a struggle or pain every single time afterwards Total opposite, a moment of just rejoice, total light. Every time I look back at dark times. And that's why I said I challenge anyone who's listening to think about that. Because I, I can guarantee anyone, when you think back to the dark times, you're going to realize that right after was times of light, right? And it may not even be something that was so great, but... It could have been something small that just brought you joy. But the reason it brought you so much joy is because you had gone through the darkness. So that darkness makes you appreciate that small joy. You know what I mean? And so it becomes a big joy. So that's why when you're in darkness and you start thinking about that, you rejoice. And it's just why it answers that question for me. I know... There's going to be people who don't believe that will go, ah, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? It's not going to convince them. But, uh, you know, I'll pray for them. <laughs> <laughs> because it's the truth. Um, if everything was perfect, we wouldn't. We, it would not be perfect. No, not at all. <laughs> because we just would not be able to handle it. The human brain, spirit, whatever you want to call it, we wouldn't be able to. And that we would turn from God and we'd, we'd bring on the bad all over again, just like Adam and Eve. Correct. I've been talking a lot, Berto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink some bourbon. <laughs> Anything you want to add? <clears throat> we're, what, we're 45 minutes in, so that's good. Yeah, just about. <laughs> well, no, through this... Through this whole time, you know, you're, we're, we're covering all of this. I'm just, and it doesn't compare to, you know, a death of, uh, you know, a father. No. But um, we covered this prior on prior podcast, but I remember, you know, when, when everything was great, everything was good. God was calling me, and I kept ignoring that call. And he kept calling, and I kept ignoring. And then my dark time, you know, was the fact that um, I was out in the woods going hunting. And you know the story because, you know, that's, 
that's how we started doing the podcast because it came from that moment. But, um, you know, I got hit on the eye from a, a branch that just fell. I remember that. And I had, <laughs> I had just gotten uh, LASIK surgery. And what, what that did was that it lifted what they call a flap, pretty much that yep. everything they, that they just took to do the surgery, just lifted and moved it up. And um, I had a, I was, what, two hours away? And I had to kind of fix it because I couldn't see anything. It was just, you know, like, not even blurry. It's just I couldn't see anything. So once I, I got that cap back on, I was able to somewhat see, but I, you know, I couldn't see. Everything was blurry. I could see the light, but I couldn't determine anything. And, you know, um, I went. I, I went to the doctor. They they saw they couldn't do anything, and then this was my first appointment and. Um, when I when I left the appointment, God said, kneel and pray, you know, and mm-hmm. I kind of pushed it off. And then there was another appointment the next week. I went again and God said, kneel and pray. And I pushed it off and thinking about it. And you can see it, it makes me teary because it's it's stupidity, you know, just listening but not listening you know and and that's why i tell you that i'm not drowning god anymore because you got to be able to listen Mm -hmm. and understand when he's trying to get your attention so the point is that there was a every week for about a month i had appointments and i never went outside and kneeled and gave thanks so, <laughs> so I'm supposed to have a, a surgery schedule and then we are closed due to COVID Oh, <laughs> out of the blue. <laughs> so my scheduled surgery was pushed out a year. Wow. So imagine a year. No. So it wasn't the fact that I couldn't see. It, it was also the fact that that flap wasn't straight or smooth. Yeah. So it was creating discomfort in my eye. Yeah, I bet. I was getting headaches and I, um, my, my eye, my socket, it, it was in pain. And then yep. on top of that, I couldn't be outside in the sun because there was a gap in my eye. Um, from that skin so mm-hmm. the light you know would would make it uncomfortable yeah so a year of pain and suffering because of not being able to of covid well no <laughs> no he gave me the opportunity i just didn't take it because you know in life everything's nice and pretty and beautiful mm-hmm. you know and just not listening to god not taking the time and doing what he said to do. Yeah. Something as simple as kneeling and giving thanks. You know, I just, I didn't do it. And he gave me a year of, well, what I thought it was. To do it. Yeah. <laughs> what, I, what I thought it was dark time. So it, within that year, not only did I have to pray, yeah. not only did I feel that I needed to pray, but I also had to give thanks. So that's, that's when I learned that in your suffering, you have to give thanks because you're going through that suffering. Yeah. Because I understood that he was bringing me closer. Here's a way to look at it. And maybe you and me and anyone listening can challenge ourselves to think about it this way next time. Is that... When you're going through a struggle like that, 
instead of doing what we usually do and we go, God, why? Why is this happening to me? Why are you letting this happen to me? This is what we all do. Please rescue me from this. Why are you letting this happen to me? Take it as an opportunity to go, God, what are you, what are you, what are you trying to teach me? What, do, what are you looking for me to do here with yeah. this, right? What is, what is the opportunity I'm missing here? What are you trying to tell me? Why, what do you want me? Why are you trying to draw me close? Because that's what he's trying to do. When you're going through pain, he's drawing you closer, right? He's using that because he knows the pain is what's going to make you go, whoop, start talking to him, right? So... But this was a perfect example of it wasn't my way, it was his way. Exactly. You had to go and with his flow. I got yeah, Correct. I had mm-hmm. to go with his flow. And not only that, but then the light after the dark, because I had a year of yeah. darkness. I had a year of reflecting of my decision. I had a year of praising and worshiping and giving thanks because if that didn't happen, we wouldn't have never started this because that's what motivated me to say, hey, Rick, we should get together and um, do Bible studies. Yeah, and that was the light. And that was the light. That's that's what came out of all of this. But you, you bet that as soon as I got that call from the doctor and said, hey, we need you could come in now so we could look at your eye. The same day I went outside and prayed. And every time I had an appointment, I went outside and prayed. In front of the building, I kneeled down and I gave thanks. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. You you got to. saying, God, what are are you telling me? You got to listen. Because you're telling me something. So hit me with it. I'm here. I'm listening. And correct. It's not. It's not to say why. I knew the why. You see, I knew the why. That's that's the funny part. I knew the why. The why, it took longer. And it was because of my unwillingness to listen to God. Of my unwillingness to follow through. Yeah. You know, so. I told someone this week... Um. And I won't get too into too many details, um, but they were, you know, sad because they're stuck somewhere and they want to be somewhere else. <laughs> and uh, and I told them not too much, Bruno, not too much. And I told them, you know what? Just I'll pray for you to get where you want to be, but just remember that wherever you are now is you're right where God wants you. Take take pleasure in knowing that rejoice in that and knowing that where you are right now you're right where god wants you doesn't matter what you're going through you're right where he wants you if it's a struggle he wants you in that struggle for a reason perfect time to pray and find out why he's got you there right find out what he's trying to tell you find out what your light is at the end of that darkness because it's there to bring the light you just gotta pray on it and it's going to come. That's it. Man, what a way to tie our two uh, <laughs> themes we did tonight together. I think we did pretty good. And you, usually it's towards <laughs> the end. <laughs> I think we hit an hour here. I think we hit a good hour. Uh, we're, at, we're at 53. That's all, that's close enough. Yeah, no, we, we can keep it short unless you got more. I don't really. We, <laughs> no, we did good. Sometimes you got to know when God wants you to stop. <laughs> So that's the challenge until the next episode is if you're going through a struggle, I would say, ask God, what are you telling me? Instead of asking him, why, oh, why me? Why, oh, why? Why, oh, why? What show was that from? Someone where they said, why, oh, why, oh, why? Did I ever leave Ohio? I don't know. I don't watch. It was a movie or a show. I don't know why that just came to me. I don't watch too much. But instead of going, woe is me, go, Hey, what do you need, God? What are you telling me? And uh, I agree. I agree that if you are going through a tough time, if it's a dark time, 
if you are sitting there saying, why me? Instead of saying, why me? Reflect on what happened. And, and ask God. And thank God. You know, because it's opportun- we don't get too many opportunities like that. And usually, if you do get those opportunities, it goes from light. Light opportunity, meaning that those are little things yeah. to then hard opportunities, you know, that that you're losing a lot, you know. So it. Go ahead. You go ahead. I, you just brought so much to me right now. Go ahead. So. I remember I used to complain. God doesn't talk to me. God doesn't talk to me. You just us talking here. I just had a revelation that I had it all wrong. Every time you're going through a struggle, that's God talking to you. So that's why the apostles would rejoice. He knew God was working. I remember a scene when I was, I was talking about the chosen. I was watching the chosen, one of those stories I was telling. They had a scene where he sends the apostles out. <clears throat> I love the chosen because they... They do things differently, but they kind of show you like they go into what the Bible was saying, right? And they kind of dig a little deeper into it with, with the show. And so it was a scene where he's sending the apostles out and he tells them, I'm going to give you the power to perform miracles. You remember in the Bible, he sends mm-hmm. them out. I'm going to give you the power to perform miracles. And this, I'm losing my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, this happens to me often. <laughs> I'll go into something. I'll forget what my point was. Anyways, let me just keep talking. Maybe I'll figure it out again. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, he's gonna send them out to two miracles. Crap! I forgot what I was. Uh, what were we just talking about? You know, just take a sip so we could play this hit song. No, we. Oh uh, yeah, go for it. We forgot about it. I know. Oh. That's your masterpiece right there. I think I remember what I was going to say. Okay, go ahead. I'm notorious for I'll start a thought, and then midway (laughs) through the thought, my mind will just go, and just delete files, delete files, and I'll forget just what the heck I was even going to, the point I was even going to. No, but I remember the way they portrayed it was like, they didn't understand, like, why we don't, how are we going to do this? This is, you know what I mean? This is a struggle. And they, they showed them like struggling with it, right? And <clears throat> the reason I thought about that was because it's, that's what God does. He, like you were saying, he, you get to a point in your faith where he realizes, all right, he's, they're getting a little stronger. They can take a little more. They're getting a little stronger. They can take a little more. The apostles had gotten to a place now where Jesus said, you're ready now for a new struggle. You're ready now to take on a new burden, right? And they weren't, they, in their minds, they weren't ready. And it shows them kind of being like, oh, my God. And, and then Jesus leaves, you know, because Jesus would leave them often to go and pray and meditate, and they'd leave them to their own. And so it shows them, Jesus tells them, hits them with all that, and then he leaves, <laughs> And then they're sitting there debating and arguing and getting upset and like, you know what I mean? And it's like <clears throat> they had it wrong in that moment where what they should have been thinking is, wow, we've, we've advanced. God has put us, he's, he's putting us through a new struggle so that way we can, we're going to come out at the end of this even stronger now because he's saw fit to give us this new struggle. And that's what I think we lose is that God is talking to us all the time through our struggles. Because every time <clears throat> you go through the struggle, the light is usually something you learn from. You always come out learning something from the bad things. You don't learn anything from the good things. It's like, it's like they tell you like in sports and stuff, you, know, you don't learn anything when you win. You learn when you lose. And things in life are that way because that's the way God works, you know? 
So that's just to say your struggle is always an opportunity to grow. It's God pushing you so you can grow spiritually. Anyway, is that it? Hey, no, you hit the bourbon of the night one more time because we forgot it. So larceny is our. This is the bourbon of the night. I still don't have my voice completely back. I can't do it now. <laughs> I know we we almost missed that. We we forgot completely. Forgot yeah, we we were talking about the bourbon and the comparison, and we didn't do the bourbon of the night. No, so even though even though we've been drinking the bourbon, well, we did it now, so that matters. So anyway, so that's our topic for the day. You can. Uh, if you want to add, if you're listening and you want to add any comments or send us questions or comments and tell us how horrible we are and how we suck as podcasters, you can email us at bourbonman at bourbonandbible.com or, or send your complaints and, <laughs> and degrade us personally at, uh, what is it, rick at bourbonandbible.com and birdo at bourbonandbible.com. Yes. Right? And that's if you... Wait, 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 wait. We have a Facebook page, too. Yes. I started a Facebook page, and I haven't figured out... What to do with it. Exactly (laughs) what to do with it. I know, like, eventually I want to put our episodes on there, right? But, like, what else do we do with it? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Anyway, so, that's coming. But the page has started. <laughs> the page has started. And I think once you get this episode up, I'm going to put the link on the Facebook page. I haven't invited anyone to the Facebook page yet. So I think what I'm going to do is, because, you know, Facebook has the little invite thing. Got it. So I think what I'm going to do is just invite and just click everybody. I know. Let's see what happens. And then um, I'll put the link up on the Facebook page. But you can always check out our episodes at bourbonandbible.com. That's right. Yeah. And our Facebook page is just Bourbon and Bible. Facebook.com slash Bourbon and Bible. I don't know. Should should we do an Instagram, a YouTube? Oh, man. Listen, here's the problem Uh, is I'm horrible with social media. I know. Me too. (laughs) Like, I'm I'm horrible with social media. We have talked about the possibility since I do Twitch live streaming with music. Doing it on Twitch. I've been trying to convince Berto, let's do like a live bourbon and bible twitch cast right and then that way we can kind of because when you do twitch shows you have moderators and you have a chat and you have moderators right and they moderate your chat and people can actually talk to you while you're talking which i think would be great number one number two we have moderators and the moderators can also moderate your facebook page so because i'm so terrible with social media (laughs) If we were to do like a stream, a live stream, we would have moderators and I could also have the moderators moderate our Facebook page well, or, or Instagram. But if you start throwing Instagram pages on me now, I'm, I'm not even going to keep up with the Facebook page, much less the Instagram page. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unless we have someone else doing it. Yeah. But that's all future stuff. But for now, what I could do is send out invites on the Facebook page. And uh, so if you're here, if you got a Facebook invite and that brought you here to this episode, thank you for being here. And um, now the, the, I can you, put the episodes up. You know what I mean? Did you listen to that first episode? <laughs> I still haven't listened to it. So more than anything. I started, that- no, I started listening to it and I listened to 20 minutes. And then uh, I had to do something. So I turned it on. And I never came back to it. But the first 20 minutes was... But the only problem is, is the intro. I forgot that we had recorded it on the phone. <laughs> yeah, we. So it's the worst sounding thing ever. Not that we sound much better. We sound miles better than we did then. But we probably, because you can hear my chair, you can hear the chair creaking. It sounds like I'm farting. You know what I mean? So we could probably use like a soundproof room and the whole. So it sound we, really good. Should we get rid of that episode? <sighs> for the, I think for the time being we should. You know what? 
quality-wise, I want to say yes. And now that we have this episode, hopefully it's recording. It is. Now that we have this episode, I would say yes. I would have said no before because we didn't have any episodes, but now we got something. So I would say yes. So go ahead. Because I'd rather people, if someone goes to the website, I'd rather they hear this (laughs) (laughs) and not us on the phone going, oh, man, what is this? And then they never come back. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe they hear a semblance of some quality here and then maybe some someone might be more inclined to listen versus shut it off and never return so maybe you're right about that i'm okay with that all right so just a reminder we got to do an outro for this we do well yeah so that way we don't play the intro on the outro Uh, well the intro's not bad it's a good song it is you created it it's Shannon. But let, let the music play. Turn it up. Let's get it go. All right, so that's it for us tonight. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. All right, Rick, till next time, keep drinking bourbon. Oh, you threw me off with the bourbon. That's right. I was keep drinking bourbon and put some wax on your suburban and. Yeah. Polish. <laughs> All right, we're out. Wash your. <laughs>